Nurses, is your job search process one-dimensional or multi-dimensional? Let's talk about a three-dimensional job search strategy right here on episode 133 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation, whether you're listening for the very first time today or you've been tuning in for months or years. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters over at PulseMediaNetwork.com. Check us out. We are RNFM Radio, The Nurse Keith Show, The Your Next Shift Podcast, The Gluten-Free RN, and The Introvert Biz Growth Podcast. I want to remind you that you can help other people find this show by leaving a rating and review over on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Please head over there and leave me a rating and review. It really, really does help other people find the show. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 133 for more information and all the links and notes that you need. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. So let's head over to the studio and dig into today's topic. Come on with me. My friends, back on Monday, November 6th, 2017, I published a blog post entitled The Three-Dimensional Job Search. This is a concept that's been on my mind for a very long time, mostly because of the conversations that I have with nurses who contact me for career coaching. I often hear from people who are feeling frustrated with their job search process and also with their career strategy in general, and when I ask them what they do to try to move the needle and get things moving forward, especially if they're trying to find a new job, they basically tell me the same thing. They get up in the morning, they open their computer, drink their coffee, and they comb through the online job boards looking for jobs then they apply online, and then they wait for responses. Now, that is usually the extent of the job search process that most nurses who contact me engage in. And you know what? That is woefully inefficient and insufficient in most cases. Not every case, but in most cases. So one-dimensionality breeds one-dimensional results. So if you would like to engage in something that's going to bring you more, bring more to fruition, bring more opportunity, get you in touch with more people, put you in front of more stuff that's happening out there that might benefit you in your career, then a three-dimensional or multi-dimensional process is definitely in the offing for you. So one of the first things I want to talk about is that some references that I found out there on the interweb say that up to 70% or more jobs are found through networking, not through advertisements. Isn't that amazing? More than 70% of jobs? Now, 
Yes, many of us do find jobs through advertisements, and many of your friends and colleagues probably have, but many people end up banging their heads against that particular wall because they're not getting callbacks and they're not getting interviews. So when that happens, we need to change the way we approach the situation. I've blogged in the past about needing to find allies, about having informational interviews, about networking, and I wrote an entire book called Savvy Networking for Nurses because I knew that nurses really need to connect with other people and create a process and a strategy that embraces more than simply looking for what you want online and not getting out there in the world and engaging with real live people. On episode 65 of this podcast, I talked about the four types of nurse networkers, and I took that concept right from my book, Savvy Networking for Nurses. So if you haven't read it and you haven't checked out that episode, it will be linked in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 133 so you can read all about it. Those four types of nurse networkers are important to understand, and it's important to develop a networking strategy that's going to move you beyond that one-dimensional way of looking at trying to expand your career and find new opportunities for yourself. Informational interviews are definitely a great tool. I've talked about them here on the show before. I've written about them and I just blab about informational interviews all the time because it's a form of deeper networking where you're reaching out to individual people and you're not just asking if they're hiring. You're actually asking to pick their brain and get in front of them and break bread with them or drink a cup of coffee with them, have people get to know you and get to know other people. That is the way to get real live experience out there in the world rather than just doing it from the relative comfort of your home, but the cold and calculated way of just reaching out to people electronically that doesn't always bring the results that you really want. Now, I am all for social media. I am all for online networking. I've made some of my best friends on social media, people I've met in person and also never met in person. However, when you're looking for a job and not just looking to meet cool people, you need to get out there and be right in front of people face to face. That personal connection is oh so important to your job search process. Something else I mentioned in the blog post that I will have linked in the show notes is that you have a career toolbox. I have done an episode on the nursing career toolbox. I've written about it. And the elements of your nursing career toolbox are many, but the main ones are your resume, your cover letter, your business card, and your LinkedIn profile. Those are four tools that you definitely want to have in place that you want to be able to pull out and use at any given time to your advantage, especially if you're out there trying to find a new position or trying to to do some research and development for your career. Your cover letters are important, of course. 
When you go on interviews, your thank you letters are super important. And of course, you need your resume to be sharp. It needs to look great. It needs to read really well. And your LinkedIn profile should be like a resume on steroids, giving people an online presence that they can digest to learn more and more about you if they're really interested in learning more about you. These items that I mentioned, the resume, the cover letter, the business card, the LinkedIn profile, these are basically the nuts and bolts of your career toolbox. And while you don't want to wholly rely on them because they are not the be all and end all of anything you want to do with your career, they are super important. And you want to make sure you have all your ducks in a row so that these Materials are working to your advantage, so you can leverage them in the way you want to leverage them. Another aspect of a three-dimensional job search and career development process is learning to become, now I know you're going to hate hearing this, folks, but I've got to tell you, it's learning to become your own best sales rep. Yes. Trying to find a job trying to create a career path for yourself, it is to a large extent a process of sales. I tell my clients this and they don't like hearing it because sales makes you think of like a sleazy insurance salesman or a guy who sells used cars. But you know what? Sales is really what makes the world go round. Things are sold to you all the time in subtle and not so subtle ways, and you need to also be selling yourself in subtle and not so subtle ways. So make no mistake, your skills, your expertise, your knowledge, your experience, everything that you bring to the table is part and parcel of what I will call a commodity. The commodity is you and what you have to offer, and you are selling your services, you are basically renting out your time and energy to an employer. And if you want to sell that, you need to know how to make the best possible pitch. So sales, of course, can involve written materials, written communication. I just mentioned your resume and your cover letters and thank you letters. And we could also stretch that to your LinkedIn profile and your business card. There's also face-to-face -face skills. Any salesperson worth their salt is able to walk up to someone they don't know and begin to sell them something. You need to be able to walk into an interview where there's people you don't know and sell yourself. Make the pitch that you were the ideal candidate for that job. And... If you go on an informational interview where you're not actually asking for a job, you are still selling yourself. You're still telling that person why you're amazing, what makes you awesome, what tools you have at your disposal, what experiences you have under your belt, and what skills and knowledge and expertise you can bring to the table. So again, learning how to do your, what we might call elevator pitch to be able to tell someone about yourself in 30 to 60 seconds. And then also being able to do your longer sales pitch when you're sitting in an interview or having a conversation with a colleague. Maybe you 
met a doctor who works at a hospital where you'd like to work and you have the chance to have a cup of coffee with her and you tell her all about yourself because she says, tell me what you're all about. Tell me what you're looking for in your career. You have to be able to articulate that. That, my friends, is a sales pitch. So bringing your sales skills up to speed is super important, whether it's written, verbal, or otherwise, you need to be able to talk about yourself in a, let's not say in a bragging way, but it has to be in a way where you are able to communicate very, very clearly why you are awesome and why someone would like to work side by side with you or have you work for their organization. You need to be able to compel an interviewer or someone who might be interested in you to understand what makes you tick, what makes you special and unique. Your resume needs to use non-generic language to describe and quantify and qualify why you are amazing, why you are an invaluable asset that they would be lucky to have in their facility, within their organization. You need to be able to show and demonstrate and talk about and wax poetic about how you're going to grow with that organization and how that organization is going to grow because you are a part of it. So being able to inspire other people to understand what you bring to the table is super important. And in the end, friends, gotta say it, it's sales. Hey folks, we're going to take a pause for the cause just to talk a little bit about the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference, which was rescheduled due to Hurricane Irma and is now going to be held November 17th to 19th in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, right near Tampa. Now, the National Nurses and Business Association has been around for a long time. It's my favorite conference of the year, and you can come there and rub shoulders with some of the most famous and savvy nurse entrepreneurs on the planet, including Kevin Ross, Sean Dent, Renee Thompson, Donna Cardillo, Louise Jakubik, and so many others. Michelle Podlesny is the amazing president of NNBA, and she will be your guide through the entire weekend experience. That's in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, November 17th to 19th, 2017. I'll be there with my RNFM radio pals. We're going to be having a lot of fun. It's a relatively small and intimate conference, so you can really dig deep and talk to people and get to know the speakers and really have a grand old time. We always have fun at the NNBA, and we'd love for you to join us. So check us out. Head over to the show notes at nursekeith.com, and you can click on the link, check out the conference, and consider joining us in St. Pete's Beach. Hope to see you there. Next on the list in this blog post for your three-dimensional job search and career development process is getting inspired. I just wrote a book about inspiration for nurses. It's called Aspire to be Inspired, and that's what it is all about. That, yes, you can have an awesome resume, you can have a great LinkedIn profile, 
You can interview relatively well. You can write a great cover letter and thank you letter. But if you're not feeling the inspiration inside you, if you're not feeling fired up about what you're doing in your career, other people are going to pick up on that. Your patients are going to pick up on that. And you're just not going to get the oomph. There's not going to be enough fuel in your engine to get you where you want to go. If you're not feeling inspired, you might, for instance, accept a job that's not a really good fit for you because you just don't feel inspired and this job seems like it's good enough. If you don't feel inspired, you might find yourself staying in a job that's not a good fit far longer than you probably should. That inspiration has to come from somewhere and it's not just going to come from thin air. You need to read blog posts and articles and books and listen to podcasts and watch videos, anything that will inspire you. And this doesn't have to be limited only to blog posts and articles and books and podcasts about nursing and healthcare. You might need to get inspired by watching really fun and thought-provoking movies. You might need to look at some art or take a drawing class, or take a creative writing class. There are different ways to spark inspiration within yourself. And any way that you work to grow your level of self-interest and interest in the world and your wonder and awe at the things around you, those can all be reflected back to you again through your work as a nurse. So your sources of inspiration could come from, let's say, volunteering at the local senior center, or maybe visiting your favorite octogenarian friend and having tea with him every week on Tuesday afternoon. Or it might mean volunteering at a after-school program, or it could mean taking a hike every Thursday by yourself with your dog. And that's the place where you rekindle your love of life and your connection with the world around you. So what I'm trying to tell you is that from a holistic point of view, your job search process in many ways is informed by all the different ways that you live your life, the energies that run in your life, the ways in which you approach your relationships, your relationship to yourself, your health, your well-being. So if you can get inspired on different levels within your life, creatively, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, etc., this is really going to have a very positive effect on your work, on your career, and on the choices you make for your professional growth. So aside from professional growth, let's also talk about your personal growth and wellness. I've talked many times on this podcast and written on my blog about psychotherapy and counseling, pastoral counseling, your faith leaders, the people in your life who help inspire you to live a better life, to take better care of yourself. On episode 132, the last episode of the Nurse Keith Show, I talked about doing your inner work, that psychological, emotional, and spiritual work that needs to be done to help you be happier and healthier in your life in general. This coincides with the inspiration aspect that I was just talking about a few minutes ago. So when you nurture that inner world, 
that helps you to nurture the outer world as well. This also has to do with taking care of your physical body. So sure, you can be really inspired and watch great movies and do creative writing and draw and really feel great about the things you do in your life. But if you're not eating well or sleeping and keeping hydrated or you're addicted to alcohol or cigarettes or anything else, that can really draw away your energy. That can suck your energy and keep you from really reaching the heights where you would like to go. So whatever that aspect of personal wellness is that you want to be able to connect with, that's what you need to aspire to. That's what you need in your life in order to bring your most vibrant, beautiful, positive, powerful, empowered self forward so that others will be immediately attracted to you. They'll want to work with you. They're going to want to hire you. They're going to want to just draw you into their organization because they're going to be like, wow, we want to be around that person. She is amazing. That's what I really want for you, my friends. So this three-dimensional or multi-dimensional job search strategy and career development strategy, this is a powerful key to your personal happiness, your professional career satisfaction, to everything that you're looking for. As you can tell, I come at this from a very holistic viewpoint. We can't just say, have a great cover letter and a resume and LinkedIn profile and everything's going to work out for you. Sure, it might. And sure, you might have the perfect resume, the perfect business card, the perfect LinkedIn profile. You apply for jobs online. You find the perfect job and you live happily ever after. That is awesome. And yes, it happens. I've seen it happen. However, for many of us, we need to do a lot more in our lives to create the career the work style, the lifestyle that we really want. And doing your inner work and engaging in this three-dimensional process is a really important strategy for creating a life that we want and deserve. So right now, if you're in the job market, if you're sitting at your desk and you're scrolling through Indeed and drinking coffee in your pajamas, that can feel really lonely it can feel really frustrating when nobody writes you back and you don't get any interviews. And if you are doing that same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results, you know, they do call that the definition of insanity. And while I'm not trying to pathologize anything you're doing, if it's not working, you need a new strategy. You need to come at it from a different way, from a different direction. And like I said in the blog post, when an army's engaged in a battle, and no, I'm not trying to say that your job search process or career is like a battle, but when an army's engaged in a battle, do they attack the enemy just from the front? No. They parachute in, they come from the sea, they come from the air, they come from the sides, they come from behind. They find all the different ways to get behind enemy lines. They find a way to put the pinch on their enemy so that they can win. So your job search process, your career development strategy are very, very similar. You need to wage a multi-front battle to use that metaphor of the battle. So you'll be more likely to gain success and get where you want to go. 
So like I said, a lot of nurses contact me when they're just applying for jobs and nothing's happening and they feel like nothing they do is bearing fruit. And when we dig deeper, we find out that they're not really doing that much. They really need to uh, dig deeper. They need to do a lot more. They need to come at this from a multi-pronged, a multifactorial approach. And that's where they're missing out. So folks, there is guerrilla networking. There is getting all those tools in your toolbox sharpened and oiled and ready to take with you out on the street so you can pound the pavement. There's all the different ways that you can approach this process and you need to get the energy moving. And when the energy is not moving, we need to find a new way to get it going. And that might sound a little new agey, but you know what? I've seen this work time and again. Nurses come to me because they're looking for new opportunities and they're looking for new ways to approach their careers because what they've been doing just isn't working. So when what you're doing feels flat, when it feels lifeless, when it feels like there's just not a whole lot of air in the tires, then you need to find a new way to pump air into those tires so you can move the vehicle forward. The vehicle is you. The vehicle is your career, and it's also in pursuit of your happiness. This is really about your happiness and your joy. Because face it, if we spend, let's say, 20, 30, 40 years of our lives working in healthcare and nursing, for instance, that might sound scary to some of you younger folks. I've been in it 21 years. So yes, a career can last that long or longer. I just talked to a nurse the other day who's been a nurse for 60 years. It's pretty amazing. She still has her license. But when you've been doing it that long, or you want to be able to survive that long, and you really want to not just survive, you want to thrive, then coming at it from a multifaceted approach is what's going to get you there. So remember, this strategy, this way that you look at your career, it needs to be holistic. It needs to be all-embracing. And when you're looking for a change, when you're looking to jettison yourself to a new level, to take yourself in a new direction, a one-dimensional process, a one-dimensional approach is generally not going to work for you. If it does, that is awesome. But more often than not, you're going to have to try something more. So I recommend you listen to this again if you need to get even more inspiration. I recommend you head over to the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 133. There'll be a link to the original blog post so that you can read it in toto. It's very important for you to do this, and it's important for you to think about your career, to think about what you want to accomplish, and the ways in which you can broaden the scope of what you do. If you can go broader and deeper and longer and really find the kernel of what it is that lights your fire, that floats your boat, that really gets you out of bed in the morning and your feet on the floor, that is what you want. And if it takes going the extra mile to get inspired, to light a fire under your butt and get you out there pounding the pavement and doing what it takes to move your career forward, that's what you got to do, my friends. So 
So I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, from this diatribe of mine. And I want you to take some inspired action in the interest of your career every day. Did you know that? I want you to do something every day in the interest of your career or even just in the interest of your personal satisfaction, your personal happiness and your joy. And did you know that you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Listener Wendy Davidson recently became a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith, and I couldn't be more grateful to her for pledging a monthly amount to support The Nurse Keith Show and to show her gratitude for the value she gets from this podcast. And that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell and his amazing team over at thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by the equally amazing Mark Cappy Spiesen. I am eternally and consistently grateful to Mark and Tim for being here and helping make The Nurse Keith Show what it is. Remember, you can sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. You can leave me a voicemail from nursekeith.com by clicking on the bright red banner on the far left-hand margin of any page. Check out pulsemedianetwork.com for other great podcasts. And remember, my new book is out, Aspire to be Inspired. There's a link in the show notes. Please feel free to purchase a copy on Amazon and maybe get a copy for a friend. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career every day, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more inspired, more fun, more energetic, and just ready to move forward into the future than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, and adios till next time from... Santa Fe, New Mexico. Adios. Adios.